Iowa is a podcast highlighting innovators and leaders across the state of Iowa. It's hosted by the Technology Association of Iowa, an organization that serves as a uniting force for Iowa's technology community. Visit technologyiowa.org to learn more about how to get involved. My name is Beth Trejo, and I'll be your host for today's show. Hello, everybody. Uh, Today, we are super excited. We have Adam Cuny with us. He is the co-founder and chief people officer of Higher Learning Technologies in Coralville. Adam, welcome to the show. Hi, Beth. Great to be here. Excited to chat with you today. For sure. And why don't you start out just by telling people a little bit about yourself, and we'd love to learn more about your company as well. I am originally from uh, Marion, Iowa, Cedar Rapids area, grew up, went to uh, Xavier High School in Cedar Rapids, then went to the University of Iowa down in Iowa City, where I studied marketing, entrepreneurship, the business program. And from there, I uh, started HLT, uh, Higher Learning Technologies, probably about two years after we graduated. I worked in online marketing and sales Prior to that, when I right after I graduated college and then moved on to HLT, it was founded by myself and my two best friends from growing up back in Cedar Rapids back in 2012 with uh, Alec Witters, who's our current CEO, and Ben O'Connor, who's our CFO. Awesome. So I had a chance to look at your website a little bit, and it seems like an amazing platform. Tell people about the problems that you identified early on that you wanted to solve and really how that's evolved from what you guys do today. Yeah, it was really the the brainchild of Alec. Alec was at dental school at the University of Iowa and essentially was prepping for the most important test of his life, his board exams. And at the time, the number one tool used by dental students across the country were a set of paper flashcards. There are about 1,500 of them that cost him $400. And this was back in 2011. And he just couldn't understand like why something so important in his life, the best solution for educating himself was paper flashcards. So kind of came out of a need where he sat and said, there has to be a better way. I have a smartphone. It's basically the same size as a flash card. Why don't we just make an app? So he actually called the company that made the cards and said, can you make an app? I, you know, I'm a full-time dental student, you know, no intentions in starting a, a company, but just said, hey, will you make this? And they said, no, that's a dumb idea. Phones are for games and social media. Nobody studies or learns on those. So Alec reached out to a few other companies in the education and publishing space. They all told him the same thing. So he recruited Ben and I and said, let's just go ahead and and make this ourselves. So you guys obviously do more than just um, the dental space, right? Can you tell people a little bit more about you have multiple apps? Is that how your model works? You're basically kind of a parent company and then you have the apps of all the different disciplines. Yeah. And we've evolved. I mean, mobile is still our strong suit, but we've uh, evolved. We have a full web platform as well now. But at one point we acquired one, uh, one of our competitors. We were at to about 185 different products. Uh, but our real core focus is around health sciences, so dental, nursing, medical, uh, those fields, and then a few of the other professional education licensure fields like real estate, MBA programs like GMAT, GRE, things like that. But if you were to ask kind of our core strengths, it would really be around the health sciences. Gotcha. And how many, you started in 2012, how many employees mm-hmm. do you have today? Right around 50. Awesome. Congratulations. Hiring, so. <laughs> well, that's good. We'll make sure everybody Shame, knows. Yeah. Shameless plug. Check out our website. We're hiring for a lot of new roles. That's exciting. What have you learned about, I mean, you built a company, right? And 
I also started a company in 2012, so I've um, kind of had to go through some of those growing pains and opportunities and excitements. What's one thing that you've learned as you've scaled your company and grown over the last eight years? Um, I would say like one of the the key pieces I took from one of my mentors and our, our board members was it always costs more and takes longer. And I think that's key for anybody in business, no matter how good you are at predicting, no matter how complex your financial modeling is. At the end of the day, you are dealing with humans and people, not just algorithms. So it's always going to take longer than you think, and it's always going to cost more than you think. And so trying to, in every in our meetings and all of our planning now, you know, we have a date, we hope to hit certain dates, but we always want to make sure and prepare like, okay, so if we don't get this launched by this date or we don't get this update out by then, what's our backup plan? Yeah, I think that is amazing advice and probably I should put on a sticky note next to my desk because I tend to have a high urgency to get things through and done quickly. But I think that's some amazing advice for fellow entrepreneurs. Tell me a little bit more about, I noticed that you guys have won awards for company culture. How have you facilitated that and um, grown your team around what you're trying to do and your purpose and your mission at your company? Yeah, I think fundamentally it comes down to we are a company that loves learning. We are in the education space and everybody at our office, you can walk out here and you'll, you'll see an energy and a passion. And we really look for that in everyone that we bring onto the team. And we've got this, you know, mentality and attitude of whatever we can do to help these these learners, these students. And, and people are just excited about it. You're working for purpose. We get emails every single day from nursing students, dental students, all these different students who I've prepared my whole life, always wanted to be a nurse. I used your product. I passed. You've changed my life. I can never say thank you enough. So being able to give people this opportunity is incredible for our team. And we take that very seriously as well in that these students are trusting us with the most important moments of their lives. And we want to make sure that we have everything for them. They're prepared and we leave uh, no stone unturned when it comes to letting them know what they need to do and how they need to study to pass for their exam. So, so finding people that share that passion around education and, and kind of getting out of the way, you know, we, we set our goals, we set, you know, whatever we want to get done this week, monthly, quarterly, and kind of say, okay, here's what we're aiming for. We want you to figure out how to get it done. And when you get a great group of people around you, it really is kind of a tell them where we're going and get out of the way. I love that. I noticed that your title is Chief People Officer. What is that exactly? Um, and how do you guys define that at your organization? Yeah, so really I, I focus on people just like in the title. So it's making sure one, internally we've got a great culture and obviously hiring, recruiting, things like that falls underneath that bucket. Um, but then also retaining that talent and making HLT a place that is really great to work. I've worked in organizations in the past that you could just tell people were there because it was a job, because they needed a paycheck. And it was just kind of a, an odd, toxic environment in some of these places. And so when we started the company, one of the first things I set out for was, hey, we are not going to have that. I want a place that people are excited to come in on Monday morning. You know, they're really passionate about what they're working about and they really enjoy what they're working on. So I spend a lot of time working on our culture as well. How do we build it? How do we get better at it? You know, we live on the mantra, build, measure, learn. So we're constantly testing and reiterating different versions of how to improve that culture. So a lot on the internal, externally, we have a lot of investors and community involvement. We're really engaged there. So making sure that, you know, we are staying engaged with the community, that our investors understand what's going on and that they're able to kind of have that transparency level. Uh, Because a lot of them are here in Iowa, very proud to support 
Iowa company. So keeping them in the loop and then always on the lookout for other people that could potentially be partners for us. Um, and so really it is, it's all around that people role. So anytime I can bring really smart people or smart companies, organizations, whatever it may be into HLT's ecosystem, I'm always on the lookout for that. Awesome. So you mentioned you were from Marion and um, you kind of built and grew your business here in Iowa. What advice do you have to other people that are kind of in a similar spot? Maybe they're from a community around a larger town or maybe they're from rural Iowa. What would you tell them as they're looking to grow and build a business? Yeah, uh, Alex says it all the time, my co-founder, but entrepreneurship is a community support. It's one of the great things about being in Iowa is so, you know, that Iowa and Ice, so many people want to help. I think what gives a, a very unique perspective here compared to some of the coasts is that you can get to know people and you can have access to people you wouldn't necessarily have access to in those other locations. So I would say really focus on building your network. Here in Iowa, find some mentors. Just, you know, for us, it's always, even we've been at it for so many years now, I'm constantly looking for new mentors of people who have been there and done the thing that I'm trying to do to give me perspective, to give me guidance, and then, you know, to challenge the ideas we have. We've got a great board of directors, and almost every single one of them started out as a mentor to Alec Benharai and saying, you know, are we doing this right? Is Does this make sense? Because it's really, really hard to start a business and the, not just start, I shouldn't say start it, to grow a business and actually, you know, move past that initial startup phase of so getting as many small people around you to, to use as sounding boards and, and to, to run things by is absolutely critical. Yeah, I 100% agree. And speaking of networking, you are on a lot of boards yourself. Um, so obviously giving back is um, important to you, I would assume. Um, Iowa Economic Development Authority Board, Iowa City Chamber of Commerce, University of Iowa Advisory Board. It sounds like a lot. How do you manage your time and really think about how all those pieces fit together? All of these different organizations and associations have, have helped me grow through HLT and they were critical to our growth. So for me, it's another way of giving back to that community. I want to do whatever I can to make Iowa a thriving state to grow businesses, to improve education. So it's really been a great learning experience for me. One, I get to be on all of those different uh, councils and boards. I'm surrounded by other really smart people. So expanding that network, learning from other business leaders, uh, but also getting to see some uniqueness coming from each of them. You know, you look at the IEDA and that's more of kind of the government political side and how that all works and ties in. So learning a lot about how those systems work and how to get uh, things done in that space. And then with the university, kind of the higher ed collegiate side, how things work there and, and similarities, differences. And then the chambers, you know, a local organization centered around helping our local businesses. So I think getting perspective from all those different organizations, I'm constantly trying to learn and kind of figure out how things are done and how they're operated. One to, can we apply anything from there to HLT, but then also figuring out how do all of these things plug in together. Um, I think it's something that the more you can understand how these different ecosystems work, the better you can navigate through them and come up with unique solutions to the problems they have. Yeah, I think obviously you've had a huge opportunity to grow a team around you, which I'm assuming involves lots of interviewing and talking to people in the community, whether it's prospective candidates or partnerships. When you look to kind of the young people in our community, um, those that are graduating college or looking for careers in technology, what's a piece of advice you would give them as 
you know, they're just getting started on their journey and um, are trying to figure out what where they fit. Yeah, I would say college is a perfect time for that. I think it's something, if I look back at something I messed up on, I wish I would have spent more time getting to know some of my professors. It's it's incredible while you're there. You've got access to the, you know, if you're teaching at a major institution, you've done something right in your life. So, you know, tapping into them, spending time, even if it's as simple as getting a coffee with them every, once a quarter and, and just picking their brain because as you graduate and you move into the real world and start adulting, you know, having that repertoire of teachers to go back on, you know, one of my former teachers at Iowa, one of my entrepreneur professors actually helped me put together my initial slide deck and is currently one of HLT's investors, played a critical role. And I was just lucky enough that him and I bonded really well in college. And it just got me thinking early on, like, wow, I had access to so many people at Iowa and they're so willing to talk to me. I didn't have to pay any money. And once you get to the real world, it'd be a lot harder to get me with people that are that smart just because people are so busy. So really leverage that network under, you know, get to know those professors, ask them about their background. And then, you know, even if you're not going to go start your own company, when you start to move into the professional world, having these people to say, hey, professor, so-and-so, I want to go in this field. Do you know anyone to, to expand that network on? Because really, I, I think college is when you're kind of at the pinnacle of your networking and your, your social network because you have access and you're surrounded by so many people. As you get older, you just don't have the time to maintain a social network that's that large, a real one, not like Facebook friends. <laughs> exactly. That is some solid advice. And I would 100% agree on that. Something I've never thought about before, but what awesome advice for anybody that's currently in college or maybe just starting that journey or even just, you know, going to maybe it's not a four year university, but some of the other you know, technical programs just to surround yourself with people that have similar knowledge or thirst for learning or all of that great support around them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just just finding people who, what is the thing you want to learn about? Find somebody who's really good about it and spend some time around them. You want those people that are going to push you, make you just, just push you to different limits, make you think differently and look outside the box. Um, and it's so much more valuable to me than just going online and reading an article about it. A hundred percent agree. And especially coming from someone who specializes in learning, I think that's some solid advice. So thank you very much. And where can people find you? You mentioned you were hiring. Where is all this stuff living? <laughs> yes. Feel free to check out our website. It's just hltcorp.com. And there's a careers tab at the top of the website. You can learn all about us. There's a video there. Um, but we're hiring for all sorts of different positions, whether it be marketing, software, customer service, all types of roles. Uh, would love to, to have people check it out. It's a phone call. Awesome. And all right here in Iowa. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again for joining us on the podcast and um, stay tuned for our next episode. All right. Thank you, Beth. The TAI Technically Iowa podcast is sponsored by the Iowa Economic Development Authority, or IEDA. Our state has the second lowest cost of doing business in the country. Let IEDA help you get started at iowaeda.com.